Welcome to Innovative Mindful Solutions with your host, Terry Galler. The stress of our fast-paced business world is exhausting executives and burning out good employees. In this program, we will explore proven ways to transform stress with the timeless skills you need to be successful in business and in life. Now, here is Terry Galler. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Innovative Mindful Solutions. I'm your host, Terry Galler, and I really appreciate you joining me today. So today's topic is we're going to talk about what-if thinking. This is the kind of thinking that keeps you up at night. How many people out there are running every possible worst-case scenario through your brain about a problem that you're trying to solve in your business lives over and over and over again. Raise your hands. I know you can't see you, but I know you're nodding your heads and raising your hands. It all sounds like it's a great idea. Like if I think about every possible thing that could go wrong, I'm going to have a solution for it. That when it does go wrong, I'm going to go, yep, I plan for that. I'm ready for it. I know exactly what to do. And it all sounds really good in theory, but here's the problem. It doesn't work that way. Because the more we think about a problem and the more we go down a million different rabbit holes trying to find every possible outcome, the only thing it does for us, it doesn't prepare us, it doesn't get us ready for anything that's coming our way, the only thing it creates is more anxiety, more stress, and more overwhelmed. And I know this because I see it in my clients day in and day out. It's a trap. And I know that it sounds reasonable inside our heads, but the more we go around and around, the less effective we become. So that's what we're going to talk about today, that myth of preparedness and that what-if thinking trap that snags every single one of us. It's a really difficult thing to get out of. And I think the core of it, if we're really going to be honest about where it all comes from, I think the base of it is fear. Fear of the unknown, Fear of not knowing what's going to happen. It's really interesting. I have several little crystal balls in my office. And although they're really pretty and they're fun to hold and look at, they do absolutely nothing. It's, it would be great if we could just peer into them and know how things are going to go. So then we're going to be ready for any challenge that comes our way. Or to know what other people are thinking. So when we have a difficult conversation, we know what they're going to say. We know what they're thinking. So we know how to respond. But at the end of the day, that never, ever works. It never works. And so we've got to do something different. So here's the way I think about it. Our mind has this incredible ability to time travel. And if you never thought about it this way, I think it's a cool way to look at it, that we could be sitting right here right now with me on the radio and you listening, but our brain has the great ability to go a whole bunch of different other directions at the same time. 
While you're listening to me, you could be thinking about what's for dinner. You could be thinking about the meeting you just left. You could be thinking about the fact that it's Thanksgiving on Thursday and you have eight side dishes and a turkey to make. You could be thinking about past Thanksgivings and how those were either stressful or wonderful. And we can do that all in a moment, that we can think about these things, present, past, future, in a nanosecond. And it's really easy to be in one place while our mind time travels in eight different directions. So I come from a cognitive behavioral background, which means I was trained in this idea that our thoughts drive our emotions. So I always think of it that our thoughts drive the bus. And our, our emotions are kind of the tires that go the direction our thoughts take us. So every time we go either too far in the past or too far in the future, that's going to drive an emotional response in us. And it happens without us even thinking about it. The one thing I know is that the more stuck in the past we get, the more depressed and upset we tend to become. And the more the future we think about, the more future thought and future planning and what if thinking we cultivate, the primary emotion that comes from that is always anxiety. Because here's the catch. Our bodies can't travel where our mind can. Our bodies can't go into the future. Our bodies can't go into the past. The only place our bodies can be is right here and right now. So it sounds like a great idea to try to plan for every possible outcome, but the only thing it really creates for us is a lot more anxiety. And I know that once we're in that kind of anxious state, we can't react in an effective way. We just can't. Our brain gets overwhelmed and flooded with emotion. And here's the interesting thing that happens is that the brain is so sensitive to emotion that when we get flooded like that and our heart is racing, the part of our brain that thinks and reasons and logics and problem solves and does the things we actually need it to do goes to sleep. It completely shuts off. No different, no different than if we are drunk on alcohol. Alcohol does the same thing to the brain. This is why when you're drunk and you do something stupid and people go, what were you thinking? You weren't because the thinking part of your brain is not functioning. And when we're overwhelmed with emotion, guess what? Same thing happens. So the only part of our brain that's working is emotion and reaction. So when we future think, when we what if ourselves to death, we actually turn off the part of the brain that can help us in that planning. Isn't that crazy? So it really does put us in a disadvantage. It doesn't do what we think it's going to do for us. 
and it actually makes things worse. What it also does is it keeps the body absolutely in fight or flight mode. That automatic central nervous system piece that prepares us to either run or fight. There's a third one in the middle. It's called freeze. Did you ever see the the first Jurassic Park? You know the part where the little girl's in the Jeep and the T-Rex is like staring her in the face and they say to her, don't move or it will see you. And the poor kid is like wide-eyed and frozen. That's freeze. That sense of being paralyzed. I can't move forward. I can't move backward. All of this what-if thinking puts us in one of those three states of being. Ready to run, ready to fight, or paralyzed. And when we're in those states of being, we can't be the effective, problem-solving business people we want to be. It doesn't work. And so the only thing we can do is step back and try to get that thinking part of our brain turned back on. We've got to settle down because if we get our emotions to settle down, that thinking part turns on. One key way to notice when that happens, here's the catch. If your heart rate is above 100 beats a minute, your frontal lobe's not working. So for all of you that have a Fitbit or any other kind of device, you know, that you wear on your wrist that can monitor your pulse, your smartphones can monitor your pulse, check it out. If you're feeling overwhelmed and anxious, Check your pulse rate. If your pulse rate is above 100 beats a minute, your frontal lobe, the thinking part of your brain that can help you plan and problem solve, is no longer available to you. So one of the things you've got to do is recognize that that's happening and make a change. That's the only thing you can do to get out of that what-if thinking. Well, I take that back. It's not the only thing you can do. We're going to talk about some other ways you can do that. But I think it's really important to recognize that that's what's happening. And even though our thought process inside our head sounds reasonable, it's really our anxiety and our fears talking. What if this doesn't work? What if it fails? What if I make a wrong decision? What if everything blows up in my face? What if they get angry at me? What am I going to do if they say this? All of that is the anxious part of the brain trying to protect us from what we don't know is going to happen. And that's never a great place to make decisions from. So... It's kind of a myth that what if thinking is going to prepare us and help us make good decisions in the long run. It's just a trap. And the more you can recognize that, the better off you're going to be. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. But after we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about those states of mind that get us in that position 
and how to kind of step into the middle of those states and be able to make wiser, more intuitive, more grounded decisions. Sound like a plan? Great. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. And after the commercial, we'll talk some more about how to get out of the what if trap. See you in a few minutes. Thanks. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Terry Geller can bring her extensive experience, compassion, and humor to your next business keynote or event. Terry can show you how mindful-based approaches can reduce stress, improve responsiveness, and impact your creativity and decision-making in a positive way. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Innovative Mindful Solutions is your source for comprehensive training for business leaders wanting to get the best out of themselves and their teams now. Set up a consultation today. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on leadership training, team building, customizing workshops, and overall solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler. If you have a question or a comment for today's guest, call us at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to terry at terrygaller.com. Now, back to Innovative Mindful Solutions. Hi, welcome back. So if you're just joining us, we are talking about what if thinking today, the kind of thinking that keeps you up at night, the kind of thinking that makes you want to try to plan for every possible outcome and every possible scenario in order to be prepared. And what we know is that even though that sounds great, it doesn't work. So here's the way I kind of think about this, is that if we were to really simplify this down, we have two sides of our brain. We have an emotional side 
and we have a reasonable side. And I like to think of this as if you took two circles, two concentric circles, and had them kind of overlap a little bit in the middle. And that one side is our reasonable side of our mind. That's the part of our brain that thinks, reasons, logics, problem solves, does higher things like equations, can think about spatial relationships, can understand cause and effect. That's the part of our brain that does all of those functions. The other side of our brain is the emotional side of our brain. That's the piece where all of our emotion lives. Our fear, our anxiety, our joy, our happiness, love, appreciation, gratitude, anger, frustration, all of our emotions live in our emotional side of our brain. So we call that our emotion mind. And the other side is our reasonable mind. Those are the two sides that have to stay in balance if we're going to make good decisions. I like to think of it as two sides of a teeter-totter. I'm going to date myself now that actually we played on a stick of wood that went up and down. I know millennials might not get that, but it used to be fun. (laughs) But if you're on a teeter-totter and your emotions go up, your ability to think, reason, and process goes down. It's an absolute symbiotic relationship. If emotions go up, our ability to think goes down. And so in order to get our thinking brain engaged, we have to balance our emotion and our reason. Where the two circles intersect, we call wise mind. Wise mind is a place where we're grounded and centered and balanced and we're aware of our thoughts and we're aware of our emotions but those two things are not competing with each other and in fact when we're in this place we have a sense of knowingness a sense of i got it i know what to do i feel it in my gut all of my intuition tells me that this is the right thing to do And so operating from there gives us a broader perspective. So the best analogy I have for this, I'm a child of the 60s. I grew up in the era of um, science fiction on TV, and my dad was a big Star Trek fan. So not the new Star Trek, not the generation stuff, like the old Star Trek. So when you think about it this way, I like to think that it's real easy to kind of identify if you were look at the reasonable, logical person from Star Trek, who would it be? Spock. Spock is always fighting his emotion and opting for everything to be reasonable and logical. And on the other side, we have Bones. He's always the one who's upset and frustrated and damn it, Jim, and why can't we do this? Those two always are on opposite sides of the spectrum and they're always at odds with each other. I think the thing I find so interesting is that this series has been around for 50 years now 
And why is it that no matter how many TV shows or movies they make, Spock or Bones never, ever, ever get to sit in the captain's chair? Ever. Well, I take that back. I think Spock got in the captain's chair for about 30 seconds in one movie and then, boom, kicked him out and put James Kirk back into the chair. Why? Mainly because each of those characters represent only one part of the spectrum and only one part of our thinking, the logical piece and the emotional piece. But James Kirk can take the logic of Spock and the emotion of Bones and combine them in a way that he's the one who's always thinking outside the box. He's the one who changes a computer program to win a scenario. No one ever thought to do that before. He's the one who can come up with different ways of approaching a problem because he can stay in that centered place, in that wiser, intuitive space that you can make decisions from. And so we can look at, there's a million metaphors that we can apply to the same idea, whether it's Star Trek or Star Wars or other different kinds of metaphors. The Wizard of Oz is a great one to look at too if you're not a Trekkie. Um, We've got a scarecrow trying to be reasonable and a tin man with the heart. But Dorothy has to figure out how to use each one of those things in order to take her back home. She can't do it without those aspects of herself as well as courage to be able to sit in a space, trust herself and act from there. And that's what this process is about. What if thinking is never going to get you to a place where you trust yourself and your decision-making? It is only going to keep you off balance, emotional, and not grounded. But if you can sit in that centered space, know what you know, listen to your emotion, but get balanced. Just like when we were kids and you'd stand on a teeter-totter and try to get both sides to balance at the same time, you never get to stand still. You're always constantly moving. But there's a place where you can find that equilibrium. But you're always moving through it. That wise mind place is not some place where we live all the time. I always think of it as a place I cruise through a lot. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. I cruise through it a lot, but I don't always stay there. But that's okay. The idea is, how do I access it? How do I get out of my head and get out of that reasonable thinking and access that place? So... One of the things I know is that the brain can't think inside and outside at the same time. And I know that sounds like a strange concept, but try it sometime. When you're stuck inside your head and you're thinking, thinking, thinking about all the things that could go wrong, how much do you zone out about everything else around you? 
Do you hear your wife or your husband talking to you? Do you notice what's going on with the kids? Do you notice even what's on TV or whatever's around you? No, we don't because we zone out and are so over-involved in our thoughts and in the emotions that they create that we are completely disconnected. So one way to break that pattern and break that what-if thinking is to literally get out of your head and get focused on something outside of yourself, something tangible, something you can put in your hand, something you can look at, you can feel, you can touch, and put all of your focus on that. We talked a little bit about this last week, about using your senses, putting something cold in your mouth. I'm a big fan of lemons. Biting on a lemon will make you think of nothing but lemons. Um, Shifting your focus. Just even if you just have a minute to look at the lines in your hand, trace them up and down your hand. Focus all of your thoughts and your energy on the palm of your hand. And even if you do that for 30 seconds and really shift your attention, you'll realize that, oh, I stopped thinking about the thing I was thinking about. It can be that quick. But the more we stay engaged in those thoughts, engaged in that circular thinking that emotion mind does to us, the less available we will be if something does happen. It's an interesting dichotomy, but I know it to be true. If you shift... Pet your dog, pat your cat, take a walk. And don't take a walk while you're thinking about the things you're thinking. But take a walk to notice how many birds you see. Notice the colors of the flowers. You can tell I live in Arizona. We still have flowers in November. Um, If you're in a different part of the country, if you're up north or somewhere else where it's cold, Notice the crunching leaves under your feet and the cold on your face. What does those sensations feel like? And the more you focus on those things, the less caught up in your thoughts you will get. And here's the other great thing. When you do that, your heart rate will slow down. Your breathing will shift. You will start to level out that teeter-totter. And all of a sudden, when you're back to an equilibrium place, the solution that you've been searching for nine times out of 10 is right in front of you. It's almost like a miracle that boom, oh, I know what to do. I'm back in the captain's chair. I've got it. But you can't get there unless you shift. And it's really a practice that you have to cultivate. It's not something that happens automatically. It's something that we really have to pay attention to, notice, 
and force ourselves to make a different choice and a shift. And the more you practice that, the more likely it is that you're going to get to that wiser place. So we're going to take a break. And while you're on break, do me a favor. Notice what's going on. Notice the lines in your hands. Take a breath. Shift your focus. Do that for a couple minutes. And we will be back in a few minutes. And we'll talk about how else you can apply this to your life and your business. Thanks. I'll see you in a minute. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network innovative mindful solutions is your source for comprehensive training for business leaders wanting to get the best out of themselves and their teams now set up a consultation today visit innovative mindful for information on leadership training team building customizing workshops, and overall solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Terry Geller can bring her extensive experience, compassion, and humor to your next business keynote or event. Terry can show you how mindful-based approaches can reduce stress, improve responsiveness, and impact your creativity and decision-making in a positive way. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler. If you have a question or a comment for today's guest, call us at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to terry at terrygaller.com. Now, back to Innovative Mindful Solutions. Hey, welcome back. So, how did that go? Did you notice the lines in your hand? Did you notice if you could shift your thinking from inside to outside? Hopefully that gave you just a little taste of that shifting thinking from inside to outside is possible. I know it feels like, especially when you're really stuck in that what if trap, that it's not going to work. But it really does. And it's a quick, easy way to get out of your head. 
The other question I get a lot, especially from clients, is I don't even know that I'm doing this. I, I know that I'm stressed out, and I, but I don't even realize that I'm doing this what if, what if, what if thinking piece. What are some clues to know that I'm doing this? Because sometimes we, are, we, we have it happen so often and we're in our heads so much that we're not even aware that we're doing it. I watch people for a living. I see people all the time. And one of the things I notice is that people, when they're thinking in their head, and especially if they're focused on that what if thinking, they literally go away. It's like the lights are on, but nobody's home. And you can see it in somebody's face. You can also see it in their body. And so one of the things I tell people to clue into is what's happening to your body. Your body is going to be your first line of defense to realize that you've drifted away into your thoughts. Because once you're stuck in that what if trap, the brain likes to keep you there because it it likes that kind of thinking. It wants to stay in that emotional mind. But the body doesn't like it. And the body will have some really clear sensations that let you know you're there. One of them is that people tend to hold their breath. It's a really common thing. A lot of times people think when I'm anxious and I'm doing the what if thing that I'm usually breathing like I've just run a marathon. But more often than not, people stop breathing. They just hold their breath. And so my brain thinks in pictures. So I always imagine that old part of our brain, that part of our brain in the back of our skull, that there's a little dude back there with two levers. And his only job is to control our heart rate and our breathing. And the purpose of that is to keep us alive, to keep our heart and our brain alive. That's his only job. And when we hold our breath, that little dude in the back of our head goes, whoop, 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 not enough air, kick everything in. We've got to keep the brain and the heart alive. And that's what instantly kicks us into a panic state. That little guy in the back of the head hits a button that releases cortisol and adrenaline that immediately hits our bloodstream, shoots our heart into rapid overdrive. The body then takes all of our blood from our arms and our legs to pull it into the middle of our body. This is why our hands start to shake and our hands and our feet feel cold. Then the body stops all digestion because it doesn't want to waste any energy on that. So it's why our stomach feels sick. Or sometimes worse, we have to run to the bathroom. The body doesn't want to deal with anything it doesn't have to. And then it takes all of this wonderful oxygenated blood and shoots it straight to our heads, mainly to keep the brain alive. So is it any wonder why all of a sudden our faces get flushed and we start to sweat and our ears get hot and it feels like we can feel our heart pounding out of our neck? And once all that oxygenated blood hits our brain, we start to feel all kinds of swimmy. Like, whoa, my brain is freaking out. And then 
our mind kicks in. Our brain doesn't say, oh, you're having a panic response. No. What does our brain say? Oh, my God. I'm dying. This is bad. I'm freaking out. This is terrible. What if I have a heart attack? What if, what if something awful happens? And our brain freaks out. And that's what keeps that cycle going. So one really quick, easy way to reset the central nervous system and reset the process is to take two slow, deep breaths. Really slowly breathe in as deeply as you can. The idea is then to hold it for a second or two and blow out a complete breath as slowly as possible. And to do that twice. When you do that, that little dude in the back of your head with the two levers goes, oh, look, oxygen levels up, everything reset. And then we go back to a stand down position. But just like I said in the beginning that our thoughts drive the bus, if we keep catastrophizing what's happening, if we keep focusing on the awfulness of what's going on, we will keep ourselves stuck in that fight or flight panic loop and continue that what if thinking trap. A lot of it is physiological and we can reverse that process, but you have to be aware of what's happening. It's also like if we were at a campfire, I grew up in Northern Pennsylvania, campfires are big in Northern Pennsylvania. So if you were sitting at a campfire and I gave you a bottle of gasoline and a bottle of water and said, guess what? These two bottles are your thoughts. If you keep catastrophizing, if you keep, oh my God, what if thinking going, it's basically like taking a bottle of gasoline and throwing it on a campfire. What's going to happen? It's literally going to explode and just blow completely out of control. Or you can take that bottle of water and throw that on a campfire. And what's going to happen? The flames are going to go down. It's going to smolder and it's going to be more in control. Your thoughts in this process are really, really important. They really are driving what's happening with your body. And if you can shift your thinking or shift your body, those are two ways you can intervene. A lot of times I tell people to focus on your body first because it's a great place to notice. Those sensations are really palpable. You know when your heart's beating out of your chest. You know when you're not breathing. You know when your hands are shaking. Those, instead of thinking those are an outcome, that's a problem to be solved, look at it as a red flag. Your body's trying to tell you that, hey, you're getting too far ahead of yourself. You need to slow down. Yourself in a panic state. 
look at those things not as a problem, but as an indicator and a red flag to say, hey, this is what's going on with you. If you've been practicing for a while and you notice your what if thoughts or your oh my God or this is terrible thoughts, that's another place you can shift. You can shift out of those thoughts and put yourself into a different state of mind. It's going to be okay. I can handle this. This is just my body responding to stress. It's okay. I'm going to take a big breath. I'm going to figure out how to get back into the captain's chair and slow down and get back to what I know and get settled down. And the more you run those thoughts, your emotions and your body will follow. Remember, thoughts drive the bus. So whatever the thoughts lead it, the body will go, okay, I guess we're going this way. I guess I could calm down. Everything's fine. The brain tells me everything's okay. I can do this. So those are some quick, easy ways to, one, recognize what's happening and to flip the switch on it. You can intervene physically. You can intervene with your thoughts. You can make the wheel turn in the other direction. It's possible. You can do it. But it really is something that takes some time and some practice. And what I suggest people do is when you're completely, totally stressed out and stuck in that what if thinking, that's really not the time to practice. The time to practice is when you're calm. When you can take a few minutes, even if it's 30 seconds at your desk, And notice your feet on the floor. Notice your breath going in and out of your body. Step back from your thoughts and notice what's going through your head. Not that every thought that you think is a fact or a reality, but that it's just a thought. Does it have to mean something? Does it have to mean that things are going badly? And the truth is, it doesn't. And the more you can practice that, the more you, even if it's 30 seconds at your desk, or five seconds in your car, or a couple minutes before you go to bed, it can make all the difference in the world. And it will lead you to a sense of balance and freedom that is really hard to describe until you finally feel it. It's possible, and it's a way to get out of the what-if trap so it doesn't keep you up at night, and it doesn't keep you in a fight-or-flight state all the time, because that is the place where our body gets worn out. That is the place where we create ulcers and lots of other things. So we're going to come back here in a few minutes after the next commercial break. And we're going to talk a little bit more about some other things you can do to stay grounded and in the captain's chair. And we'll be right back. Thanks.
comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Terry Geller can bring her extensive experience, compassion, and humor to your next business keynote or event. Terry can show you how mindful-based approaches can reduce stress, improve responsiveness, and impact your creativity and decision-making in a positive way. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Innovative Mindful Solutions is your source for comprehensive training for business leaders wanting to get the best out of themselves and their teams now. Set up a consultation today. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com for information on leadership training, team building, customizing workshops, and overall solutions for issues that your organization might be facing. Work from the inside out. Visit InnovativeMindfulSolutions.com or feel free to email Terry at TerryGaller.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler. If you have a question or a comment for today's guest, call us at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to terry at terrygaller.com. Now, back to Innovative Mindful Solutions. Hey, welcome back. So, we're talking today about what-if thinking, that chronic overthinking, planning for every possible worst-case scenario, and what it does to us. It is something that I know for certain doesn't put us in a good state of being. It keeps us in a state of fight or flight or freeze, and it doesn't lead really to any kind of effective problem solving. I think here's the other brain fact that's important, is that the brain doesn't know the difference between our waking reality, our thoughts, our daydreams, our dreams at night, nightmares, the brain processes processes all of those experiences the exact same way. And we know this because if you've ever had an awful dream and you wake up and there's a second where you're not sure if it's really happening or not, and you know that your body might be shaking and sweating and your heart is pounding, why is that? If it's just a dream and it doesn't mean anything, Why is your body responding? Because the body and the brain process all of those things the exact same way. And so if you can see it in your head, your body thinks it's actually happening in real time. 
So especially for those of you that are really visual people like me, if I think something, I can see it in my head as clear as day. I can see the detail of it. I can see the other people in the scenario. I know what they're going to say to me. I literally have conversations with people in my head. And so it's very, I can create a very real experience inside my head. I know there's millions of people out there that do the same thing, that are very, very visual thinkers. And when you do that, and if you're a really visual thinker, your body is going to respond as if it is happening right now. And so this is where, again, it's going to be really, really important to recognize how the brain and the body work and what kind of state we put ourselves in when we do this to ourselves. There's a difference between planning real planning, especially the planning we have to do in business, and what-if thinking. Because here's the other thing I know, is that the more we stay in what-if thinking, the more we stay in emotional mind, the more likely it is that we will not see obstacles that are right in front of us because we didn't plan for them. And when they happen, they can drop us 10 yards to the left and completely knock us off our feet. It is so hard to see things when they happen because we're planning for whatever inevitable we think might happen. And that doesn't allow us to be responsive. I think one of the things that business in the 21st century need to be is responsive We need to be able to react in real time to things that happen right in front of us. But if our brain is 10 steps ahead trying to anticipate the worst, we can get blindsided by the thing that we never thought was possible. Does that make sense? I think that's the key of it, is that these ideas, this idea of staying centered and grounded these ideas of staying in your wiser, balanced place, in that Captain Kirk chair, in that centered place, allows us to be responsive when things don't go as planned. It allows us to flow with whatever happens. And I think what if thinking creates a rigidity that doesn't allow us to react well in real time. It keeps us locked and it keeps us from seeing not only the obstacles that may come our way, but the opportunities that may come our way as well. There are lots of things that are good that we don't plan for either. That opportunities or things that we might want to take advantage of if we were flexible enough and wise enough to see it and trust the process. And so that's what these ideas of mindfulness can do. Through that practice, it can get us to a place where we can be responsive, flexible. I truly believe that's where our most innovative and creative selves live, in that wonderful, balanced place. I have a Yoda in my office, a giant stuffed Yoda 
that my husband gave me a long time ago. And I think that wise place is very much a Yoda place. It's very much that place of balance and do or do not, there is no try kind of place. That place where you know, absolutely know in your bones what the right thing to do is. And so part of this is, is practice. Do some meditation, listen to some music, do things that help you stay healthy and well and breathing and grounded. That's where you will find that place. So I encourage you all to practice. I encourage you all to find that wiser space in yourself. It's there. I know it is. And I know you can find it. The other thing is, this is a great thing to practice as we're heading into the holidays. We are, what, three days from Thanksgiving? And I know the holidays can bring lots of stress and lots of family situations, as well as lots of other unforeseen things that can knock you off your feet. And so I hope that during this holiday season, you take some time to get centered, focus on the things that are important, cultivate some gratitude. Appreciation and gratitude can go a long way to keeping you centered and balanced and in that wiser space. And so if you have any feedback for me or if you want to connect with me on Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or leave me a message, you can always do that. The links are right there on my, on my Voice America page. I would love to hear how this works for you. You can also email me at terry at terrygaller.com. I would be really excited to hear your comments or your questions. So next week... We will have a guest, and that will be Patty Anderson. She's a licensed professional counselor. She's also had an amazing, varied, adventurous career. And we're going to focus on how no matter where you are, no matter what you do, there's always stress, and there's always ways you can combat it. So we are going to focus on those things with the wonderful Patty Anderson, and we will be doing that next Monday. I also want to take a quick minute since it is Thanksgiving. I am so grateful for all my listeners out there, as well as my family and my friends who have been supporting me in this endeavor. I couldn't do it without you. I'm so happy you're out there. And so... We will be talking more about mindfulness, and hopefully, if you have any questions or comments, you can let me know. So I appreciate all of you. Thanks so much for listening in today. I've been your host, Terry Galler, and you've been listening to Innovative Mindful Solutions on Voice America Business Channel. Remember to work from the inside out. Have a lovely Thanksgiving, and take care. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. Innovative Mindful Solutions with Terry Galler can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.